Good evening, everyone. Let's get started. Like I'm, I'm assuming that I need to ask J.K. Rowling not to sue us. I need John Williams. <laughs> Whoever owns the rights to this. Come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cast a defensive spell against you. <laughs> I'll say the magic words. Yes. But this isn't monetized. Please don't sue us. <laughs> fair, it's fair use. Fair use. Yes. Fair, Ferris Usicus. Although I gotta say, I don't think J.K. Rowling would care because she is like literally a billionaire and doesn't care. That was even her. That was literally. She literally did the thing. That was literally the best response I've ever seen in my life. uh, Yeah, it's Wednesday night. We're all crossed out, by the way. Uh, Sorry. And uh, (laughs) no, it's fine. And uh, uh, there's a okay. So one of the best uh, golden. First off, you can you can tell by the title of tonight's episode (laughs) slash last night's episode what we're gonna be talking about. Anyway, go. The controversy. Yeah, anyway. Uh, Hogwarts there- Legacy. <laughs> One of the absolute best uh, Simpsons episodes of all time uh, is about when they do a film festival in Springfield, right? There's many a meme. The Boo Earns meme comes mm-hmm. from that episode. And uh, another uh, another one is uh, there's McBain, you know, who's like a – Schwarzenegger uh, kind of ripoff character. His name is like I can't remember his the the actor's name in the show, but uh, he has like a stand up that he's promoting, <clears throat> and it's like terrible, right? And somebody says something like, uh, and he goes on uh, he goes on the critic, which is like a, never mind. They did a crossover with another show, but but the mm-hmm. critic says to him like, "How do you sleep at night?" And he says, "On top of a big pile of money, surrounded <laughs> by many beautiful women." You know, something like that. And she literally did that. Right. Somebody said, "Okay, we're gonna get into it," but like somebody said to her, because we're gonna bring this tweet back up in a minute. Someone said to her, how do you sleep at night knowing that you lost an entire audience? And her reply was something like, I look at my rent at my uh, royalty, royalty checks, checks and the pain goes away. Right? <laughs> Which, Which is the most boss fucking answer to that. Yeah, question. I mean, look, is it a di- is it like a dickish way to respond? Sure. Well, it's a, she, I mean, it's a dick question, so I don't mind her dick response. Yeah, I mean, you're right in a way because she could have because another tack she could have taken. If she wanted to, again, it's very reasonable. You're right. When somebody's being a yeah. dick to you to not, but she could have said something like, you know, I think it's unfortunate that people are like bullied into thinking that I'm some kind of evil person and, 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 and that they're like, they're preventing them from doing something that otherwise would have been fun. And so, you know, I don't lose sleep over it, but I still think it's unfortunate. And instead she was like, you know, by Felicia essentially. But, but here's the thing. When you're talking about J.K. Rowling, I mean, this is, I mean, clearly the woman's a billionaire at this point. But this is also somebody who, for years now at this point, has dealt with the most bad faith arguments. So I'm like, okay, if somebody, like, at this point, if you've gone through, like, five years of bad faith arguments and somebody asks you a dick question, I'm not going to begrudge you a dick answer. And also, you know, it's, you're, and you're right that you're right. And also, even if not, you're, it's okay to be a dick. I mean, it, whatever. Okay. It's, you know, you're allowed to dislike somebody being for being a dick, but what they're saying about her is on a whole other level than a discussion of whether or not someone is a dick or not. You know, if the discussion right. was like, is JK Rowling a, a pleasant person or not? You could say, you could point to that exchange and be like, see, she's not an unpleasant person, but that's not the discussion. The discussion is because the reason I brought that up is that, um, okay. Wow. Like, yeah, we're like, gonna jump around about, a lot. Like, we, we might need to like back things up a lot to try to explain the Ish. controversy. This here. is yeah, this is gonna have to jump around a little. But I, I urge you, people, like in chat, if you're if there's a, any part of this that is like fully lost on you, feel free to like drop a question, and we'll like backtrack because yeah, the, okay. So briefly, 
the first, basically the first major serious Harry Potter game to ever come out has come out, right? Big deal. Mm -hmm. People were skeptical. It was made by a studio that people didn't really have faith in. There was like a lot of people were like, is this going to be terrible or whatever? And it's not terrible. It's really good. Apparently we're going to play it. We'll, well, we'll talk about it. It's, yeah, it's so good that people that want to hate it can't even say that it's not good. And that's and that's caught. That's a dilemma. Yeah, you know what I mean, uh, Anil. There was also like a. I think there was like a Xbox 360 Harry Potter yeah, game, and like, I think it also sold. Yeah. I think it also sold all right because it was a Harry Potter thing. But you know, we're talking about like no project is the, as high profile as this is gonna. You know. We'll see. It probably it'll be funny to see if it doesn't win like any 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 awards at the game awards and stuff. That'll be very interesting to see, or if it'll be protested. I don't know. Uh, came out, you know. Obviously, a lot of anti, a lot of like a trans uh, rights uh, uh, people are don't want uh, people to buy it, want people to boycott it, uh, and it's not working. And right, this is where I feel like this is where we need to go into the Wayback Machine. Okay, so at some indeterminate point in the past, um, and I guess maybe I'll even back up further than that. Okay, so J.K. Rowling is a woman of a certain age, and I don't say that to be, like, mean. I say that to kind of, like, frame this as she is a second-wave feminist. And so second-wave feminists are the ones that really kind of went out there and fought for women to have their own space in society to be acknowledged as people as individuals as like not adjuncts to men but as actual people in their own rights so now we have this whole trans rights things happening and it's not to say that rowling or any second wave feminist is anti-trans or anti-trans rights but they are pointing out that like okay so we went out here, we fought, we got these spaces for women, and now these people who are not biological women are coming into our spaces, and maybe this is, maybe there's a discussion that needs to be had here about this. Not saying that trans women shouldn't exist, not saying that trans women should die, or that anything like that, but just like wanting to have a conversation about how women's areas and women's spaces are being diluted by women who are not biological women, but are trans women. And like the whole idea that like trans women and bio women are the same is like, no, they're not anyway, moving forward. Yeah, and it is, and it is, it, it is an observation that I've made before as a, a man is that from my perspective, it really is almost always a female space that is being uh, like sort of genericized down into being a a people who X, you know, people who menstruate, people who, you know, pregnant people. Like the, it's always the word women that gets like uh, like watered down into something less specific than men. Male spaces don't really have that whatever problem right. if you and want like, to call it but and, like and that's the problem that second wave feminists have with this is like you're taking the word woman out and you're taking the definition of woman out and you're like you're going from like mother to birthing persons and like when when you understand what second wave feminism was about and what they were fighting for it's like it was to be seen as not a birthing person it was to be seen as a woman as a person who gives birth to other creatures, because that's like how our species works. So it's not just like a uterus. It's not just like a, 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 like a set of sexual organs that just exist to reproduce. And that's it. Like, that's the problem. Like that's where the problem comes in. I think uh, one, one of the cases to me that was like the biggest uh, microcosm of this uh, feud was the vagina monologues mm -hmm. and the idea that like they were like oh we can't do the vagina monologues anymore because it's exclusionary to women who don't have vaginas now it's hard again if you're not of a certain age it's hard to say like our kids get out my lawn but like the the importance of the vagina monologues in like old school 
shoe yeah. leather feminism, right? I, I actually, I, I kind of like that. I might steal that. What shoe leather feminism? Yeah, because I mean, that's what they did. Like you're <laughs> the ones that, like they are the ones that went out and like fought for women to be seen as like actual like people and not just like uteruses and like. You well, know. we've yeah, we've discussed this a lot before. That I think uh, the young generation has this sort of um uh 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 like uh. uh glass ceiling envy or something like that they're really resentful of especially i think gen x but also of millennials to have kind of already done all the firsts the first woman to do this the first gay person to do that so they gotta like they gotta invent new things and they gotta they gotta um they gotta like make their fight the same fight like like they're they're fighting the same fight and so yeah it is interesting that like uh, you know, three, four decades ago, women fought to like make some kind of space like very women, and now they're fighting to make it less that space less uh, like specifically feminine. Right, and it's like, and and that's a whole. I mean, we could spend the whole hour having this conversation, but right. we want to talk about the game. Right. I that was this was just like to give backstory yeah. of how JK, the whole yeah. J.K. Rowling is a turf. J.K. Rowling comes from the "I am woman, hear me roar" generation, right. right? And that's and and woman womanhood and the the sisterhood and whatever was always so central to that. It's really hard for women like that who also feel like very you know because J.K. Rowling was like. This sort of a hero, you know, this look how, what this woman built out of nothing. And she's what, and, and all of a sudden, she's now supposed to like on a dime turn around because now the idea of like womanhood and what women are supposed to represent is now totally different, right? Right. Um, and, and I, by the way, I think in England also, it seems that there's a like Brits of that, a, of her sort of generation, men and women. There are uh, a lot of their celebrities very sort of openly like in kind of conflict with the trans community. A lot of British comedians. You got Graham Linehan and you got all kinds of Jeremy Clarkson's and uh, all kinds of uh, 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 John Cleese's people who are like leftists, you know, John Cleese, huge leftist, whatever. They all they all kind of clash. And I think it does have to do with the fact that those people felt like when they were young, like they were the groundbreakers of like liberalism and free speech and feminism, which were like the things that you did when you were liberal. Right. All of a sudden you're supposed to be like, no, hate speech. And also, no, don't say women. And it's like, wait, what? Right. It's like it's a total like generational sea change. But so anyway, this is how. Oh, shit. Hold on. Hold on. What? Oh, Okay. Wow, I didn't test the. I didn't test to see if we were on the right mics. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> but Are we, we on the controller. <laughs> but we were, and you know what? I think people would have told us, but we were on the right mics. Yeah, it's a Christmas ever, miracle. If we're ever not on the right mics, please tell us. Yeah, I think people already know, but like, <laughs> I think it's a Christmas miracle that we weren't on the. Oh no, because the controller's not plugged in. That's why. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> it happens to not be. Hooray! <laughs> Woo! Yes, saving a, ourselves from ourselves. It's a uh, it's a uh, Harry Potter uh, spell. It's a it's a it's a spell. No, uh, 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 JD, we can't like that's a it's a it's a it's it's a problem with the way uh, the call in PC app is. There is no way to do a mic check. That's why it it got messed up. Never mind. Yeah, this is this is why you somehow why like sometimes if you get in here early you hear the tics That's that's the mic check. Yeah, it's it's, if, it's some sometimes y'all get the sneak preview. I wish I wish we could have done it. I mean, there is a possibility. I need to check if there's a way for me to like set us up with like OBS and just. Uh, stream the output of that into call and i'll see i don't know right but anyway anyway yeah back back to hogwarts right so anyway uh uh, jk rowling has become like a big flashpoint of this because she's very unapologetic because she's so powerful and rich and it doesn't matter you know like a louis ck i mean i I mean like she created like the most valuable ip in my generation and i say that i harry potter is probably more valuable than star wars at this point I mean, potentially, just in whatever there was a story about how Disney's very worried about the state of Star Wars. But um, yeah. uh, anyway, obviously, Harry Potter, fucking huge. All the books, all the movies. And now so we have the video game, which this is also like it, it's going to kind of feel like a Tempest in a teapot because it's a video game. But I'm like, OK, this is like 
the Harry Potter movie release of a video game. Like this is going to sell millions of copies. It's going to make hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars. Like it's going to be a blockbuster. It, it broke. Gonna... Yeah, it broke. Uh, it broke yeah. like a uh, Twitch stream records. It broke. Right. Uh, and, and it already shattered the previous record, which was held by a game called Cyberpunk 2077, which was the the hype for that oh game is God. impossible to describe. If you're not in gaming, like if you're that not, was supposed to be like the next gen game. It's it's because the the company that made it its previous game is still regarded as one of the best games of like I don't know the past twenty years. Witcher three, you know the the Netflix mm-hmm. show, The Witcher that yeah. came off of those from a video game. Well, <laughs> no, I mean it's books. It is actually well, based yeah. on a series of books, po- Polish fantasy books novels that yeah. became video games. I don't know. Show. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Henry Cavill wouldn't have been in the Netflix show if they were only only Polish fantasy novels and not also a video game that right. is like one of the most <laughs> well-regarded critically acclaimed games. Anyway, Cyberpunk 2077 was like broke people's brains with hype and this game easily surpassed it in terms of like how many people were watching it. Um now look, I've I've said this before. I think that when uh when uh people like in that world and like the progressive activism, the young zoomery online, when they feel betrayed, when they feel that someone either that they used to love or that they think should be nominally on their side of like the culture, they feel like stabs them in the back. The backlash is uber severe. Take for example, Elon Musk, good example of some guy that everybody used to fawn over because of his hyperloop and because of his Tesla and and now they feel like yeah. they feel stabbed in the back. Um, but this is this is different because people and we've I, I think we both discussed this on Twitter the whole gatekeeping situation where like okay the people who want to shit on J.K. Rowling right now are the people who loved her as a child like this was a. Harry Potter was like a formulative part of their childhood. Like they read the books, they went to the movies, they loved it. They've got tattoos, they've right. got all the merch, well, they've that, got all the things. Well, that, there's the that's where the vindictiveness a- aspect right. comes. It comes back to like how you, dare yes, you? Yes, how exactly? How dare you? You were my childhood. How dare you betray me? You t- dumble like and 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 it isn't even childhood. We're talking 2017. If you were alive, if you were if you had formative life memories in 2017, you will remember very clearly that like the Trump, the like the United but, Trump front, like immediately well, like, took on like Harry Potter. Yeah, but I mean, I say like like the childhood. Like, when did the first Harry Potter book come out? In the nineties, like a fifty eleven years ago. Anyway, I, in, <laughs> in two thousand and uh, in two thousand and uh, two. Oh, right now, like the you, could... Col- you know the Columbia disaster. We just holy shit. This is an, this is such great timing. So the Columbia disaster just happened, right? <laughs> that's not the. <laughs> that's not what I meant. <laughs> good job no yes no because it was the 20 year anniversary of it yeah. and when it happened that was exactly when i was reading harry potter the first harry potter book right. for the first time and so that's what i mean when people like grew up with it i mean like you could be a like a full grown adult right now and you literally read like your first harry potter book like you were what like 13 14 years old well, no, I, me, I read like oh. no. Unfortunately, twenty years ago, I was in the military when I. Was. <laughs> I was trying to be. Nice. <laughs> um, I order. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, order of the Phoenix, the fifth book, was the first uh, book that I read when it came out. Mm. So I had read all the four leading up to it somewhere in the space between like 2002 and whenever it is that it came out, 2004, right. 2005, something like that. I I have here uh, the last one, the oh. Deathly Hallows yeah, yeah. hardcover that I yeah. bought when it came out. Yeah, when it dropped. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is, as many of you remember, that was that was a huge, huge thing when, like, especially after Harry Potter became big, like the book drops became huge, and people would wait at like the bookstores, like. Sure. Remember back in the day, there were bookstores, and you had to go there to go get a book, and you had to wait in line. Oh, that one of the uh, one of uh, there's a famous because we're gonna get the spoiler thing. Uh, there's a, a famous early uh, uh, viral 
clip of people doing a drive-by of a bookstore where people were waiting to buy the book right. yelling spoilers oh and someone God. is like no it's sort of a really up. <laughs> there's really like a famous one where somebody yells i mean it's can we spoil the harry potter books i mean like i don't think so at this i mean like the movies have been out at this point I, we're allowed to like deathly hallows yes. the movie came out it was once. yeah I, and also i believe that if you want to find it on it's called snape it was i think it's like the snape killed snape kills dumbledore kills dumbledore wait a minute oh troll there we go right like i don't even but like... what year is it from not five years ago where is the one where's the drive i mean death i mean yeah like deathly hallows came out the book itself, I You're mean, like 10? 16. Six, it's an oh e, my God. It's an E Bombs World video. 16. Fucking years ago. Oh my God. Six. Jesus. Yeah. I don't know if you're you're not going to be able to hear this. You're not going to be able to. Hold on. Can they? Wait, where's the call in? Uh oh, wait. There it is. Hold on. We don't know how to work things. Yeah, no. I know. I thought that I closed the call-in window. <laughs> oh. My God, Ebon's world. Yeah, Ebon's Even world. thinking about Ebon's world makes me feel old. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and somebody else, oh. no! I mean, it's quaint now, but like that's uh, that's very mean. Oh my god! Um, I think I, there was also like somebody I, got beat up like in a movie theater for spoiling it for people. Anyway, I also super missed that website. <laughs> old the old internet. The internet was so much better, y'all. Yeah. Okay, so look, you. look. In the okay. same way, so J.K. Rowling becomes this uh, again because she's so untouchable. She becomes this object of 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 like a pressure cooker of hatred. Right. Right. Because they can't touch her. And then it becomes toxicity by mere proximity. I mean, think about it this way. J.K. Rowling hate is so bad. It like essentially like uh, caused all the near collapse of, of Vox media. Right. And I mean, like <laughs> Matt Iglesias is... got fired from Vox that he helped start. Because of J.K. Rowling, because he signed the Harper's letter with 150 oh people, God. and one of them was J.K. Rowling, and that's why, Emily like, Vanderwerf, who's now called something else, uh, and is writing th bad things about this game, obviously. Right, and it's like said she felt unsafe working at Fox because Matt Iglesias signed a, an open letter that she also signed that wasn't about trans people. It was actually about how. Uh, the right wing are a problem for uh, free speech, and therefore the left shouldn't also become a problem for free for three for for right. for, for, and for like, that. And that's why it's so hard to like explain the J.K. Rowling thing because there's so many different tendrils from so many different places that have like kind of wrapped around this one woman who, like you said, is untouchable because I mean she doesn't just have fuck you money. I mean she's a billionaire. Like, there's literally nothing you can do to this woman. Like, and, her royalty checks are, like, she's going to make in a month more than I will make in, like, five lifetimes. And on top of that, there are enough people out there who either don't care about her views or separate art from artist, you know, that kind of thing. That That is, it is also uh, not detrimental to the success of the IP. It's not that everybody boycott Harry Potter and Harry Potter world closed down and whatever, but, but she's still sitting on her pile of money. No, the point is her creation is still massively popular and they can't, they can't, right. they can't get to it. And that's where this particular controversy comes in is like Harry Potter is such a juggernaut and there's so many just normal people who just, want to play them some harry potter so like it's it's you can it, it, it's this thing we're like okay uh, people online in certain spaces feel like because a certain view is popular in their space like this is the way the whole world thinks and when you slap into the reality of a situation like jk rowling like harry potter like hogwarts legacy that's doing like insane numbers you realize that like 
the control you thought you had, like the exertion that you thought you could pull, you don't. Because 99.9% of people on this planet don't give a fuck about you or what you think. Now, in gaming, gaming is one place where this sort of sphere of toxic activism not uh, both but not exclusively like surrounding trans rights issues uh feel like it's their turf <laughs> no pun, <laughs> no pun intended uh, i've used the i've used the pun turf war before mm. often uh um and so and they were like you know so now here's where we're going to be able to make a difference. And they were like, nobody's like, oh, you should we're going to do it. it. We're going to, everybody's going to boycott. Yeah. It. I'm going to boycott and I'm not going to stream on Twitch as long as Twitch runs mid roll ads. And then that didn't work. And so they went to like bullying streamers off of streaming. It. And then when that didn't work, they started spamming stream chats with spoil with like late plot spoilers. I got some sent at me. I was not, spoiled on it or whatever not in any kind of way that's that's that i would even care. like i wouldn't care anyway yeah. it doesn't matter like i wouldn't that would not ruin the experience for me i'm not i don't play a game for that stuff because i don't even know long games like uh like if i'm ever gonna finish them anyway you know, eventually <laughs> i'm just gonna look, look yeah up. yeah no i'm kind of known for starting a game and just not finishing but it. that's you know what but that's also you know i used to feel bad about that but now my attitude yeah. is like but, if mean, a game is great if i find myself like sitting down to finish a game and coming back to it and it, it might even be a lot like elder like for example like both tunic and elden ring are games that i have like on the burner but i always keep coming back to and i'm like that's great like i'm not like I keep wanting, like I get this like urge to go and play more Elden Ring or whatever. Neil says he was spoiled on it, and here's the thing: like if I if it really mattered for to me, and I saw somebody spoil it for me, I would wait. I would have a long memory. I would wait. I would like stalk <laughs> that motherfucker's Twitter account until they were excited about something, and I would spoil like, it right back at them. What? Yeah, and I and and if you think that's not gonna happen. If you think some people don't have long <laughs> memories and aren't going to be like, you know, the next game that's going to be hailed as some kind of, I don't know what, because a lot of game developers were in, involved the last in of us part three. Yeah. <laughs> and it's turning into another, that, that's a funny joke. If you, if you know about part two, yes, I don't want to spoil anything for people watching uh, the um, show. <laughs> and it's, it's like, it's turning it. I, you know, it's like, it's turning into another gamer gate kind of situation. Cause now all the, 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 uh, I sound Italian. Mamma mia. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> I don't know why I sound Italian tonight, but uh, it's uh, it's turning into like another Gamergate kind of thing. Cause now all, you know, cause the game, there's a lot of gaming press. There's the gaming press that are like uh, openly against it. There's the gaming press that are like trying to figure out some kind of way to like uh, have their cake and eat it too. Uh, and then there's journalists like Patrick Klepek, who for some reason is respected in that. I mean, I know why. It's because the industry is a joke. And so yeah. much like the clown industry, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> much, much like in the world of circusing, a clown will be popular. Um because he was saying something like, wow, it really shows how shaky the business model of websites is that they that they can't ignore a game just because it's going to sell 20 million copies. And it's like, well, it's a fucking yes. trade. You're running a trade publication. It's like you're going to say something like, uh, uh, oh, wow, uh, your car website. It, its business model is so shaky you won't be able to cover the you know you, you won't you won't be able to afford like not covering the next i don't know rav4 the, corolla the new, the new toyota corolla yeah. like the biggest you know one of the biggest things of the year like literally like possibly the biggest launch of the year and again and for what reason now let's go back to this because, for what reason okay it, because yeah. past controversies past similar controversies to this we're at least about games where the problem was the content of the game. Like Insanity, is that what that game was called? Where you play like a mass shooter? Mm -hmm. Was that what it was called? Somebody confirm or deny that that game was called Insanity. But at least the controversy around that game was, again, about the game. About the game itself being a problem. This is about someone who wasn't involved in the development of the game. 
it was the person who created the IP and is therefore like entitled to some residual money off of the sales of this game is someone who has controversial political opinions. That's why a gaming website will make the decision to not cover it at all. Really? Really? A gaming journalist thinks that's a good take. This again, the the this world is a fucking joke, man. I mean, and and this is something that again, it it feels like a tempest in a teapot. But gaming journalism, like everything that you feel about woke journalism, you ain't seen shit till you've seen gaming journalism and gamers talking online about games and stuff. And this game has just broken everybody it's amazing well a lot of people but, a lot of people in that space feature the uh, uh figure themselves as like uh culture critics and not yes. really games people right but because like everybody wants to be a fucking op-ed writer but you're not good enough to actually be an op-ed writer so yeah. oh it was called insanity was stuff. i right was i right it was it was it really was called it? insanity yeah oh which af- i mean yeah after fall insanity yeah which, I mean, I can understand that being controversial because who wants to do that? But, but I'm, anyway, I'm saying like this is least, a completely different league yeah, of controversy. No, this is like this isn't even. And again, it's not even a like uh, this game was made by, a, you know, if someone was would say something like, oh, squat, you, you shouldn't uh, you shouldn't promote high on life because Justin Roiland and squat. Yeah, games yeah. And, the, and whatever. The, yeah, that even that's someone who actually works for the game developer. You're just talking about someone who, like, owns the rights to Harry Potter. Right. And I mean, over and beyond that, like everybody who has an issue with J.K. Rowling, like if you literally ask them, like, OK, Cite me like one quote from J.K. Rowling that you have an issue with. Like what? What? Tell me what your issue is. You're not going to get an answer. You're going to get the <laughs> the stock answer of do your own research, which is to basically say, I don't know. My friends told me. I heard it on the internet. I cannot give you an answer, so I am just going to give you this route. Do your own research. Like, I am not here to educate you. <laughs> that, it's like that comic. Did you see that comic I keep posting where it's like a, a neo-Nazi and like a woke person like side right. by side? And the neo-Nazi guy is like very inviting. He's like, oh, come, let me explain to you about the bell curve and whatever. Mm-hmm. And the woke guy is like, oh, I'm not here to educate you. You should go educate yourself, you racist or whatever. And it was basically, it was like, actually, the person who drew mm-hmm. that like got canceled, even though they're progressive. The point of the comic well, I mean, is it's like- a, it's a- really good point progressives do a really shit job of like convincing people that they're right whereas nazis like are like absolutely like recruiting yeah hide behind yeah exactly over (laughs) but um um uh so anyway so (laughs) this kind of started like the beginning of this week because the official drop date is friday right like the I mean, official, it's already out. Yeah, it's already the, the yeah. public. Yeah, if you bought the date. if you bought the deluxe edition, you you can already you have already been playing it for oh. three or four days, something like that. Okay, so but I mean, like, if you didn't, if you're just like a normie person buying the normie version, it is tomorrow, I believe. Yes. Okay, so official launch date tomorrow. Um, people have been playing it. People have been streaming it on Twitch. I mean, between yeah. oh, either oh. buying or either buying deluxe or getting like previews from the actual game manufacturer just one just one second jd if you can use your foo to find there was a thread there was some journalist who was like i was tasked with like compiling all of jk rowling's transphobic quotes and i could not fucking figure out why people call her transphobic because they don't fucking exist i'm just saying if you can find that a tweet yeah. and put it in the chat box. That would be good because that's a good uh, example. Yeah, anyway. But I mean, this is also another good example of like how a certain narrative can be posited by people who will use like the thinnest gruel possible, but then it becomes accepted. And then it just becomes this thing like like JK Rowling is a turf. Like, okay, where where did where do you see where where do, where's the quote where did she say anything about like how trans people shouldn't exist it comes down to the fact that she never said it remember anyway. remember the tweet that i mentioned earlier in this show where someone said to her how do you sleep at night and she said yeah. look at my that someone i i i uh i did a side by side 
I saw a tweet that had 15,000 retweets, right? And like 50,000 likes or something like that. That said something like, look, you it's not just that she's the Harry Potter. It's that she said she was going to put every dollar of the royalties into anti-trans causes. Which is not what she fucking said. That's the tweet that he was talking about. Like, that's how something gets... But see, and that's another telephoned thing. into this like bizarre, right? And there's that's a whole other topic. Thank about you, JD. Thank would, you, JD. Thank you. But that's another topic about like how people will just dead ass lie, dead ass lie on the internet, and people will believe them because it plays into your confirmation bias, and you don't care if what the person is saying is true or not. You don't care if they're citing a source. You don't care about any of that. It's just like. Oh my God, J.K. Rowling is taking every cent of this royalty that she's getting from Hogwarts Legacy and devoting it to anti-trans causes. It's like, no, you because you you fucking heard one person say that on the internet and they were lying. Yeah, and like that's how this shit that's how this shit starts, dude. Like, and so that's how we get to J.K. Rowling is a turf. So now we get Hogwarts Legacy, which uh, that where where the protest air quote started was like oh we can't give money to jk Rowling because she's a turf and you if you buy the game and you stream the game you're supporting a turf and it's bad and you should feel bad and you also you're you you're not allowed to review it no 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 um you're not except but you are allowed to write i don't know 27 clickbait articles about how you're not reviewing the game yes a, a website that uh that uh was like openly was like fuck this game is the gamer a dumb website and yeah they've done like 20 articles about it they were like oh we're gonna sacrifice the revenue of not reviewing this big game and meanwhile they're like they're humping the seo like they're a fucking horny dog at the park you know like by they're like they're 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 churning out uh, right like hate content about it which again like that's a whole nother issue in and of itself it's like where putting out content be it you know actual articles be it tweets be it videos twitch streams whatever about how i am not going to be reviewing hogwarts legacy okay you're fucking piggybacking off of it you are making money off of it this is this is your way of making money off of the game i mean like if you if you genuinely didn't want this game to exist and you genuinely wanted to protest it you would not say a single word about it you would not give it a single minute of airspace but no 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 no. all these people want to run up here and be like i am not reviewing the game and I am not streaming the game. No. And I here, want you me, to all know that I'm not. But let me tell you every day what's going on on the right. subreddit, on the whatever. And you're again, you're clearly obsessed with the damn game and you're following every goddamn fucking iteration of what happens online. And I, I, I constantly say, I don't, I find no value in what I call spite consumerism. But I see people who are like, I I don't even, like, I don't even, yeah. I don't know what video games are, and I'm buying three, and I'm like, this is like they, and, and that's like, stupid you, too. No, like but, I said, it is stupid, but but this is one case where I'm like, you really brought this on yourself. Yeah, like <laughs> I can't, like I I say it's stupid, but I can't even be mad at it because like I I. I know nothing about Harry Potter. I don't know about it. I don't care about it. I've never read the books. I've not watched the movies. We are going to stream this damn game. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, well, and, and, and I'm here for it. Yeah, but and and like I said, I I think like like buying something to own the libs is very dumb. Right. But mm-hmm. unlike other instances of the instances of this, this really is a case where like they're standing there going like, I fucking dare you to buy this game, and someone's like, Really? Fuck you. Yeah, I'm going to buy it like, just because you said that. Like somebody like made. <laughs> A, a site that I, I think has been taken down. Yes. But is like, okay, keeping like a list of Twitch streamers who have streamed the game. And I'm like, I wish a motherfucker would. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Do it. But then, Put and me yeah, on a list. Normie streamers got bullied out of that. Hassan. Right. Okay. So Hassan Piker. And, and this I feel bad about because yeah. I mean, this is, this is bullshit right here. Yes. Hassan Piker, you know, who uh, famously said mm-hmm. that I need uh, to suck many, many dicks. 
<laughs> Famously, we, Famously. We, we, we put it as an intro on yes. Ambitious Crossover. He, that is actually the thing he is most famous for. You know, Sucking but also many, many no telling me that I need to go suck many. Yeah, many that's 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 the one thing. That's the only thing that has yes. is famous. Secondarily, for. he is also a streamer, and uh, <laughs> he recently raised a million dollars for the victims of the Turkey and Syria earthquake, which we haven't okay. discussed yet. It's like it's it's good on it's him. Insane, yeah, of course. Good. And he was gonna stream uh, Hogwarts Legacy either for that or for like tra- like to do a yeah. stream for like transfer, and he got like bullied out of doing it. Keffels, the streamer that we've discussed before in the key from the Kiwi, remember, oh, remember the, the oh, Kiwi the Farms? Kiwi, yeah, remember Kiwi Farms, y'all? Kiwi Farms. This uh, is a this is like a callback to yeah. I don't like what, she was like four this, months yeah. ago. <laughs> she was like, "This is dumb. Let's stream this and do raise money for anti-trans yeah. causes." She got mauled and canceled for that. Because I said I thought, why not? Like, what an amazing idea would it have been if, like, uh, you know, like the five big, biggest, I don't know, trans or progressive streamers Mm -hmm. were like, here's what we're going to do, right? We're all going to buy this game, all five of us or whatever, just the five of us. We're going to do a big, each of us is going to do like a big stream of it. We're going to raise money for the Trevor Project or whatever you want, whatever. Raise like $10 million. You can all watch us play it. You don't have to buy it. Instead, like, give 60 bucks to this cause or right. something like that. And that's it. We're going to take a, instead, look what they fucking did. No. Look at this fucking mess. Because it's, it, it was never, it was never about supporting trans nope. people. It's about do what never. I say. It's about do what I say. And if it's, not, I'm going to, I'm your watch my wrath. It is. It's about social posturing and trying to control what other people do. And in a way I find it, in, well, in many ways, I find it very offensive, but I also find it deeply offensive in the way that you're glomming on to an issue, trans rights, where you do, we do have trans people in this country, and it is a situation. It is something that we need to figure out as a society, how we navigate how we kind of construct social spaces how we construct gender spaces it's a serious issue and when you take that and you turn it into this you're like you you're kind of shitting all over the people who genuinely have to live this life and who genuinely have to navigate in these spaces and who are trying to figure out just like okay, like, what do we do here? How do we live? How do we move? And you're like, you're turning into this thing where like, you're just like shitting on a video game. Like what, like this, like that's fucked up. Like, and I also, uh, there's another low key thing that uh, I don't think enough people discuss where big streamers will be like, I'm not streaming this game. Nobody else should. Meanwhile, not everybody who's a streamer for a living can afford to take that hit and not stream the biggest, newest game. It's fucking fickle. Neil, who is in here in the chat, can attest to this. How hard, like that, if you're, if that's the thing, like if you're, if you're a smaller streamer who really needs that kind of income, mm-hmm. you can't just like decide to not stream a big new game that, that's going to get you a lot of viewers. Uh, and, and Alejandra Caravaglio probably, uh, exists in the kind of circles where she can be as trans maximalist and a fucking obnoxious as she wants and create that kind of go to Congress and create that kind of image for like the trans community as a whole. And then your regular ass trans person on the street has to fucking deal with the fallout of that. And they don't exist in exclusively progressive circles where they can be as fucking obnoxious as they want about that, you know, and she, all of a sudden she's like the spokesperson for trans people who, you know, again, like I said, don't aren't maximalists, maybe like Harry Potter, they got to get sucked up into this shit from people who, again, don't aren't actually at the kind of risk to their sort of their personal lifestyle as you know, the people they claim to help. It's really fucking annoying. Right. And and it's like, your average trans person, like, okay, they, they get sucked up into this stuff or like, you're just lit. Like I said, you're just trying to live your life. You're trying to navigate through this world. You're trying to do what you need to do. And, but like every aspect of your existence gets politicized in this way. That's like, if you, if, 
the if the genuine thing here is that, and this is always the the mantra of people who are for trans rights like they're just trying to live i'm like okay well why don't you just treat them like they're trying to live like why are you turning every goddamn thing about their existence into this political fight like why do you not acknowledge the fact that these are just people who are trying to live and to navigate their way through life and don't necessarily want their lives to be like this hyper politicized thing like can you just give them space to be like, yeah and alejandra carvalho her tweet trans people are having their existence debated in such dehumanizing ways in state legislatures and the and the media yet cis people are more upset they are inconvenienced by being asked not to support a stupid game okay now two two things about this tweet one they aren't being asked they are being demanded to. And second, if it's just a stupid game and people are being, they're having, trans people are having their existence debated in the state legislators, why are you making such a big fucking deal out of a stupid game? Say to your own people, don't focus on the stupid fucking game. Focus on the state legislatures. It's not the people who are playing Harry Potter who are, you know, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like somebody who's anti-vax, right? and considers uh, the people who get their kids vaccinated to be like their counter arguments to them not being an anti-vaxxer. It's like, like, no, dude, we're just living our lives, right? I'm vaccinating my kids because, like, that's my life. I'm not doing it to spite you. Nobody's buying Harry Potter to spy me. Now they are because you're fucking obnoxious. But, like, before that, before you, before you started this, before you started this, Nobody was buying this game to spite trans people, right? That only started because everyone was like, fuck this game. And if you go read about, you know, if you go read the gamer shit about this game, before it came out, they were, this was already the attitude. The attitude was because, again, what, this isn't new. This J.K. Rowling shit is not no, new. No, it's old. And, uh, like, just, just to her tweet, like, okay, if your position is that – trans rights are under attack from state legislatures which i i'm not going to argue with that because there are states that are a attacking trans rights and it's not just going to stop at the kids but if that is your genuine fear like why the fuck are you worried about a video game right now right and that's the thing like her in her mind it, like she never has to pick her battles the idea is like because she, she has no battles. Well, no, but what she's but but her like no. her point like her the point of view she's expressing here whatever her she no, whatever because no, okay. she gets a million retweets but, on everything she does. So I'm I'm assuming she at least speaks for some you know at least like she expresses an opinion that some other people also hold. Well, no, people that literally do not have to fight for their existence. Like, uh, like she's a trans woman. Like. I don't think that at any point in any part of her day ever, ever, ever does she have to fight for her right to be a trans woman. Like, no, you, you literally are appropriating somebody else's life to try to justify what you're standing for. And like, you don't even begin to understand what it is to live in an area or to live a life where it's, not super okay to be a trans woman and the but the, but the to me the the to me the psychotic thing and i see it from not just her i see it from other people i argue with and about this is the math goes like this this game is stupid and there's more important things to worry about so don't play it and let's worry about those things right instead of saying then let's not focus on this and go do that important thing no in her mind it's like this no. and this like no, the just, idea just is don't play the game yes and that's it this game is it's stupid it's stupid that you're not just doing not just doing what i'm telling you so that we can then move on from this to more important stuff it's just like Move on and from like, this to more important stuff now, before that phase where you're being a fucking idiot. <laughs> well, and, and this goes to the thing. I think we've discussed this before at some point in either call in or the pod or whatever of attacking the things that you feel like you can attack. Like, okay, addressing the topic of trans rights in society writ large on a practical like logistical level 
is huge and hard and messy and there's a lot of compromises that are going to have to be made. It's, it's very difficult and it involves all nuance. What doesn't involve a lot of nuance is you being mad at a video game and you thinking that you are staking out some kind of pro-trans stance by being mad at a video game. Like this is the, like, the lowest hanging fruit that can possibly exist. But this is what you take because you feel like this is, this is the thing that you can do. So you do the thing, even though it means absolutely goddamn nothing. But it gets you like, it, it gets you the kudos. It gets you the likes and the retweets and like, oh, she's, she's fighting for us. She's, yeah. she's a real fighter. Like, what the fuck are you fighting? What a video game? What do you what are you accomplishing this for trans is, yeah. rights? Here? No, no, yeah. And this is this is a this is self-defeating. Cause it look, is because look, ultimately you want to talk about fucking gamergate or whatever. Ultimately, gamergate ga- to 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 whatever extent gamergate, because I cause I I the thing that I don't like about the the talk about gamergate is when people say gamergator, because gamergate was a thing. It wasn't a lot of people that kind of turned it into their identity. They were like, we are Gamergate, right? Right. And that's when it went off the rails. Like it was called that because it was like a big discussion of a thing. Like originally, I mean, and this was like, again, a thing that got out of control. But the original discussion on Gamergate, again, air quotes, was that whether certain houses were getting certain preferential treatment from gaming journalists because of personal relationships with those journalists. Politics, all of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, JD, uh, Kathy Young's article in Arc Digital called Almost Everything You Know About Gamergate is Wrong. That's a really good uh, summation it really of it. Is. Um, I always recommend that one. But but uh, to, to whatever extent, like, there was a, a side called Gamergate, but I mean, they but- kind of won. Because like Kotaku, look, Kotaku and IGN and stuff, they still exist, right? But an entire ecosystem that exists independently of those things now exists. They're no longer the sort of uh, the determining voice, the decentralization via social media and YouTube and the rise of like the YouTuber as opposed to the, uh, the, the game reviewer who works for the publication that's very important. Um, a lot of those places adjusted their ethical codes. That to me was one of the funniest things where like, for example, uh, a big thing early on in the whole Gamergate um, debacle was the idea of full disclosure. Mm-hmm. There was just not a culture of full disclosure in places right. like Kotaku and IGN. It was like these people. And that that was the controversy yeah. in the first place. Yeah. These people worked together, were friends, were did this, and they would write this like glowing review and people would say, you know, it's, kind of unfair or for example even more so if there was some kind of dispute they would write you know something about one of their friends being one of the sides and it didn't say anything about that or whatever right and they all said like fuck you gamers or whatever and then they all slowly adjusted their their like uh their codes of conduct and started to include that and i remember a lot of people who were like quote unquote gamer gators were like okay good yeah yeah yes thank you that's what we that's all we wanted was that if somebody writes about someone that they're like closely associated with yeah that you know that that's all that's like basic journalistic standards right now that became (laughs) now that also became less important once those outlets became less important which was a result of gamergate true which also gives rise to you know the youtube sphere the twitch sphere and people who are friends with other people and how people react to other things but that's a whole nother conversation now gamergate was right now gamergate was more uh esoteric i mean yeah this is this is like drawing normies in because of harry potter and i think i think this is a a really bad mistake i think there's a lot of normie alienation going on here well i mean it was just like even normie people who like know nothing about any of this who are just like i just i want to play the harry potter game so i'm gonna play the harry potter game like they're not gonna That, I think, is the ultimate takeaway from this is people who thought they could control the culture and who thought that they could, like, make Harry Potter toxic, make J.K. Rowling toxic are once again realizing that, like, no, you can't because there's, like, 
millions of people who are like, I don't even understand. I don't know you. I don't understand what you're talking about. I just want to play the Harry Potter game. So I'm going to buy the Harry Potter game and play it. Like, and the standard they set, the, the standards became, it's more, you know, it's kind of this idea of like, let, let's see, can I take this one step further? Can I take this one mm-hmm. step further? And the, 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 the ultimate sort of uh, the natural con- uh, conclusion of that is this, is the idea of like, can we, can we get this game like blacklisted? Can we get this game ignored? A game as big as this? And the answer is nope. No. And and this kind of goes back to a conversation that we've had as far as cancellations are concerned and who can and cannot be canceled. Like you're not canceling JK Rowling. You're not canceling a Harry Potter game. Like uh, that's, that's fucking stupid. But, but again, we're talking about people who are, who do not take no for an answer. Well, I mean, you're going to like, and, the, and that's where the cope and seize is coming in because like, you can't take no for an answer and no is the answer. Now c- cancel culture. Now here's what I say about cancel culture. Cause people say, Oh look, JK Rowling said Louis CK. He played the garden. Right. Cancel culture but, isn't real, but here's the thing. What's what's happening now is exactly what cancel culture is. I used to say Ben Shapiro, if Ben Shapiro writes a book and that book has content in it and some advertiser of Ben mm-hmm. Shapiro's is like, we're not super cool with what you wrote in your book and so we'd rather not work with you anymore. That's not cancel culture. If somebody at work has Ben Shapiro's book on their desk and then they get accused of being a microaggressor or whatever and they get fired. That's cancel culture. Right. And so the blowback now, because they can't touch J.K. Rowling, is they're like, we're going to harass anybody who streams the game. Because you can't touch her. That's the thing. That's what the that's the that's the essence of it. Mm -hmm. It's like the school bully. You know, it's like the cliche of like the school bully who gets beat up at home. And he can't like hit his father back. That's Nel- That's also, the- I'm going to go back to Golden Age Simpsons right. and Nelson, the bully from school. Once you discover that like his dad is like kind of bullies him around and he like takes it out. Right. Yeah. Army Hammer. We could talk about that a different time, but like the Army Hammer thing. Woof. Jamie Kirkchick did a whole thing about Army Hammer, but, mm-hmm. um, uh, but like, okay. And so, and, and the standard they set here was too far. They went way out above their what do you call it they they, they went got out way, above their skis yeah they got way out over their skis <laughs> over their skis and uh and yeah and a lot of normies are going to look at it and like wait so hold on so i'm not supposed to play that harry potter game because what because jay did she make the game like, wait you know she didn't make the game no 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 it's not even that so like okay i'm not supposed to play it because of what Exactly. Please explain this to me. She gets she gets money. She gets money from the sales of the game because she invented Harry Potter, and therefore I'm not I'm not supposed to play the Harry Potter game. And and can I read? Can I'm 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 also not allowed to to read. I, but I like Harry Potter. Can I go to Harry Potter World? Is that okay? No. That's I'm saying like that's like think <laughs> yeah right because we're all point. of us yeah because all of us here everybody listening and, to this right now is definitely more like in tune with like the onlineiness than and, like a lot of people who just go to Harry Potter World and probably will play uh, the Hogwarts Legacy maybe it's the only game they'll play all year right and, and that that's something that maybe I want to put a pin in for later but the idea that. In order to understand certain controversies, you do have to be extremely online and you have to be versed in the lore and the nomenclature and the who did what to understand a certain story. And like, again, Harry Potter is such a big IP that like you got millions of people who are like, I don't I don't I'm not even on Twitter. Like, I don't even know what what no i'm not even what is going on here i don't even understand it will be very interesting because the game awards which is essentially like not a real awards show right it is kind of like a trade show oh they're going to give everything to tears of the kingdom that's so the thing is they will have the excuse they will have the excuse of this being like a super stacked year right and maybe also um maybe also uh, uh silk song might come out this year is Armored Core, I think Armored Core 6, oh no, is it coming 2024? I can't remember. No, no, it isn't. Armored Core yeah, 6 no. is coming this yeah, year. Yeah, that was in the previews. It was in the previews. So, I mean, at least Jeff Keeley is going to have a lot of excuses to like snub there, this entirely. Is, but is, is there another Death Stranding coming out this year? Death Stranding. Uh, no, Death it's Stranding. not this year. Next no, year? No, no, no. Death Stranding 2, it's going to take, take a while. 
Okay. It's going to take a while. Because that was, I, that was in the previews. Yeah, I think it's going to take a while. Um, anyway, uh, I think we're, uh, we're right at the, the end of the show. I think we're not going to stretch this out much longer because I'm still, uh, you know, not at a hundred percent. Sorry about the delay. I just got, we think it's allergies. The weather yeah. got wacky as fuck at like the, it, it got, it jumped from like the thirties to the sixties in the space of like six hours. Well, bless no, I'm sorry. He's he's starting to learn how seasonal allergies work, and so I'm trying to explain them to him. <laughs> I never had them before I got to DC, like in my life. I never, I, I never had them before I moved to Atlanta, and then I mean, I I don't even think I had them before I was like in my 30s, and then when I was in Atlanta, I I developed them, and they are here in DC, and so yeah. Anyway, Noam is fine. Yes. He's not dying. No, I'm not dying, and uh, he doesn't have COVID. Yes, and in the uh, in the cards is potentially a uh, Harry Potter stream at some point this weekend. Uh, uh, yeah, we we can do our plugs. We're going to do the um, the podcast on Monday. It's going to come out a little later because of uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Um, I yeah. mean, in a sense, you know, in theory, we could have done it before it, but why? Like, there's going to be stuff. The Flash trailer, super super weird weekend, and also The Last of Us. The, the new episode is actually coming out tomorrow night, tomorrow night yeah. instead of Sunday night because they're beating the Super Bowl. And so we have time to watch that, do stream, all kinds of stuff. Anywho, so. Okay, Jennifer, why don't you do the plugs? Okay. I don't do it. You really don't have to do the whole thing in an accent. <laughs> I'm not going to. Uh, my voice is already shot tonight. Okay, so obviously, you know where to find us here Wednesday nights normally. On 8.30 Eastern PM on Colin, you can like join us live. You can comment. You can do all that good stuff. You can catch us afterwards if you did not catch us live. Our main podcast, Ambitious Crossover Attempt, drops on Mondays, occasionally on Tuesdays, usually on Mondays. But you can find us on all your podcast catchers on, you know, Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, Slash Audible, all that stuff. You can find us on Twitter at AMBXOver. You can find me on Twitter at that Monroe and on Substack at JenMonroe.substack.com. I am Neon Taster on Twitter and also YouTube.com slash Neon Taster and Twitch.tv slash Neon Taster. Thank you very much. Have a good night. Enjoy Super Bowl Sunday and all of that stuff, and we'll see you next week. Good night, everybody. Good night.